0: I'm Samantha Sherris. I'm Virginia Allen. And this is The Daily Signal Top News for Wednesday, November 16th. Here are today's headlines. Former President Donald Trump is back for a third attempt at the White House. The 45th president made the announcement last night at his home in Mar-a-Lago after teasing the speech more than a week ago. Let's listen to some of his speech via Mary Margaret Olehan. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for president of the United States.
1: all of you. Thank
0: you. Thank you so many incredible friends and family here tonight it's such a beautiful thing it's some people say how do you speak before so many people all the time if when there's love in the room it's really easy if you want to know the girl you ought to try it sometime <laughs> Together we will be taking on the most corrupt forces and entrenched interests imaginable. Trump is the first official Republican candidate to announce his run for the Oval Office for the 2024 cycle. Our colleague, Mary Margaret Olehan, reports some other potential contenders include former Vice President Mike Pence, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin, Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina, Senator Ted Cruz of Texas, and Maryland Governor Larry Hogan.
1: In some big news for GOP congressional leadership positions, Senator Mitch McConnell has been re-elected to the Senate Minority Leader. He defeated a challenge from Senator Rick Scott, but McConnell won 37 votes, while 10 senators voted against him. And the Republican whip is John Thume. John Barrasso is the conference chair, Joni Ernst is the policy chair, Shelley moore Caboteau is the conference vice chair, and Steve Daines is the National Republican Senatorial Committee chair. That's according to reporting from Fox News senior congressional correspondent Chad Pergram. Republican lawmakers in the House held their election for leadership positions on Tuesday. Representative Kevin McCarthy beat Representative Andy Biggs for the House Speaker nomination with 188 votes. Representative Steve Scalise was elected as House Majority Leader. He currently serves as the House Republican Whip. Representative Elise Stefanik was re-elected as Conference Chair, and Representative Tom Emmer was elected as the Republican Whip. The Senate voted
0: to advance the so-called Respect for Marriage Act today. The vote was 62 yes votes and 37 votes against. Our colleague Mary Margaret Olihan reports that 12 Republicans voted for advancing the legislation. Senators Roy Blunt of Missouri, Richard Burr of North Carolina, Shelley Capito of West Virginia, Susan Collins of Maine, Cynthia Lummis of Wyoming, Rob Portman of Ohio, Mitt Romney of Utah, Dan Sullivan of Alaska, Tom Tillis of North Carolina, Joni Ernst of Iowa, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, and Todd Young of Indiana. The legislation, which was passed by the House in July, also per Olehan, repeals and replaces provisions that do not require states to recognize same-sex marriages from other states with provisions that prohibit the denial of full faith and credit or any right or claim relating to out-of-state marriages on the basis of sex, race, ethnicity, or national origin allows the Department of Justice to bring a civil action and establishes a private right of action for violations. Roger Severino, vice president of domestic policy at the Heritage Foundation, said in a statement, this bill provides no benefit or protection that same-sex couples don't already have. All this bill does is target people of faith who don't support woke ideology. Kristen Wagner, CEO of the Religious Liberty Legal Group Alliance Defending Freedom, said in a statement, Make no mistake, this bill will be used by officials and activists to punish and ruin those who do not share the government's view on
1: marriage. U.S. District Judge Emmett Sullivan blocked the use of Title 42 on Tuesday to expel illegal migrants from the country. Title 42 is a Trump-air policy that allowed authorities to quickly expel illegal aliens from America. But earlier today, Sullivan allowed the Department of Homeland Security a five-week pause on the decision with great reluctance, according to the Daily Caller News Foundation. Title 42 was first enacted in March of 2020 because of COVID-19. According to Fox News national correspondent Bill Malugin, at the request of the Biden administration, a federal judge has issued a temporary stay to pause his order to block the use of Title 42 at the border until midnight on December 21st. Biden administration said they needed time to prepare to transition, including coordination with NGOs and state and local governments. We will keep you all posted as this story develops.
0: And that'll do it for today's episode.
1: Thank you for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't had the chance already, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices.
0: Join us tomorrow morning for The Daily Signal interview edition. I'll be sitting down with some new members of Congress to discuss why they ran, what they're hopeful for as they prepare for the new Congress, and what they think House Republicans
1: should investigate if they take back the House majority. Also, be sure that you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts. And help us reach more listeners by taking the time to leave a five-star rating and review. We love hearing your feedback.
0: Thanks again for listening. Have a great night, and we'll be back with you all tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. The executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Rank. Sound design by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.